So often, we leave ourselves behind in the pursuit of this world. The acknowledgement, acceptance, and love of our true core self is really present, but it is the order of the day. Hi, my name is Asia, but you can call me Mawaya, and Mawaya stands for meet you where you are. And in this space, I want you to be able to look at yourself without fear, without hate, and without judgment. Transform the inside so as to transform your outside. Let's get it in. Hey y'all, hey tribe, welcome back to another episode of Soul Chat Saturdays. It's your host, Mawaya, here with another episode. So with me is a co-host that I'm happy to bring on, Cassie. Cassie Chantel, she's gonna introduce herself. Um, So maybe this is a regular thing. This might be like a thing that we can keep talking about the real stuff. We can see it, we can bring it We're bringing it together. So um, Cassie, go ahead and introduce yourself and let me know, let us know who you are. Well, I'm Cassie Chantel. I consider myself an artist in all senses of the word. I'm a producer, I'm a creative director, I'm an entertainer. Uh, and I'm tribe, I'm tribe, tribe, tribe. When you see me, you gotta think of tribe. So I'm yes. honored to be you know, with this tribe today and seeing where we go from here we're and how nice. we can bring this together. Yeah. So we're trying something different um, for sure. So this week, last week we talked about uh, the overcorrection and what that was. And we'll reintroduce that back to you, but we talked about the overcorrection of feminism. So this week we're gonna be getting into something that's a little bit touchy, but how can we grow if we don't get into the nitty gritty, right? right. So today we're talking about the overcorrection when it comes to black community, racism, and everything, all that that encapsulates. So, if you get triggered, great. Listen, <laughs> breathe. You get triggered. That's what's so that's to that's that. what we that's what has how you grow. So, all right, we're gonna get into it. So, <laughs> today's topic. So, one thing that made me want to talk about this today was the fact that I'm seeing the. Let's get into what overcorrection is. So overcorrection, if you imagine you're driving a car and there's something in your way and you're, you know, you're trying to swerve to get out of the way of it, right? So instead of just minutely use, you know, turning your wheel, what what you're advised to do, you overcorrect your wheel and you end up flipping, you swerve, you hydroplane, and you do all those things in order to just avoid this small uh, obstacle. Mm. So to parallel that with the with the black community, there's an overcorrection happening. And overcorrections happen in response to something that is very real. So mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about racism, right? right? Racism is something that's very real. You know, <laughs> you're not gonna disagree with that. Right. We're not here to say that we don't experience racism, we don't experience microaggressions. I mean, what, how do you feel about that off the bat? <laughs> I mean, anybody that doesn't agree that, you know, racism is still prevalent in our like lives right now is just mm-hmm. oblivious and naive yeah. you know it's very much so still it's just taking on a new form mm-hmm. but it's very it's still very much so like real yeah every day you know you kind of deal with microaggressions or even we talked about that earlier even the fact that we got a even a, think that maybe this is a racist situation or a prejudice situation is a problem. Right? It's, a, it's a result of white supremacy, <laughs> yes. like directly. Yes. Like, <laughs> black people have to do so much thinking when it comes to just regular life, things that a lot of people don't have to second guess. Mm-hmm. You know, like 
we have to overthinking about think about it. So I guess that's why we're overcorrecting. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. Everything this is doing too much. We gotta do too much. Like uh, <laughs> that's exactly it. It's like we oh, we gotta overcorrect because we're overthinking and and it's a sad state to be in. I mean, nobody wants to be in this like hyper vigilant state, but that is a trauma response. It is a response to things that are real in this world. So I feel like I had to say that caveat because once we get into what's, what we're going to talk about, we don't, we're not negating any of the, the causes of this, um, this phenomenon. So with that being said, overcorrection, and I want to hear what you, like, if you have any examples of overcorrection in your, in your daily life, or have you seen with people that you've talked to? Um, but one of the things that I've seen is the amount of like, bullying and name calling that I see online and especially when you get into black spaces where it's and you, white people may want to learn they may want to like they're there to take in absorb not necessarily be a troll you have you have black folks you know calling them names dismissing their opinions dismissing their perspective and to me that if you think about where you want this world to go what the end game is what like that doesn't help the situation that only causes to me more racist people in the world right. you know if you fight fire with fire you don't you, nothing calms down right. so that's one of the things that i've seen is like just the, the bullying aspect of it and that's just you know it's not nice it's not productive and what again what what is the end game you know I don't think we really know what the end game like is. I know like, but I'm glad that you called out um, how we treat each other online specifically because we do like black spaces online have a whole lingo, whole verbiage. It's a like, world. It's a Because <laughs> I did, I have to catch up on it like white people spell with YT. I, you know. That's so funny you said that. I didn't know what that meant. I was like YT, white, oh, white. Colonizer. <laughs> and it's like, I understand like sometimes it is funny, you know what I'm saying? But it's like at what degree do we just like we got to chill on that at some point because the same way that we say these things about like white people or non-black people like if someone said that about us it's or somebody black it would be a problem it would be a very much so like <laughs> it's and like it's, and we, we got all the names in the book for that like <laughs> like um recently um nori i don't know you you know the noriega the rapper like based, like from up top like new york okay. um he has his own um podcast i think it's drinks drink champs and he was bringing up a conversation that he had like back in the day with jay-z when jay-z called him and when jay-z referred to eminem he called eminem the white boy like okay during the conversation he didn't say like he was like oh yeah the white boy wants to he was talking about the super bowl oh gotcha trying to be a little bit disrespectful or something or something but it's just like why did jay-z call like one of the greatest rappers like of all time the white boy mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying because if a white person had just been like oh the black boy or like we're talking the, about country music <laughs> exactly oh but, that, that, but, no. but you know it's just like yeah. the same. but honestly you brought up the white national nationalist that had the issue with all the black people at the uh, CMT Awards. I honestly, 
I laughed at the commentary because <laughs> I mean he's white and and I feel like as black people we just feel like there's certain things that white people can't talk about. Yes, you we know? be police and we gatekeep certain conversations. There's certain things mm -hmm. they can't talk about, certain things they can't just say outright. Mm -hmm. So of course we're pissed, you know, this guy, he's saying, you know, like so many black people at the, the CMT Awards, they have nothing to do with country music. And he's like mocking like black people and like black people gonna be like, oh, well we invented country music and <laughs> you know, like Johnny Cash stole everything from black folks. And he's mocking us, but and that's it's funny we, because we do sound we like sound that. We like sound like that. Sometimes. And that is, and that's, that's real though. <laughs> and it's real. But like to get back, I guess, to the over uh, correction of it, like I do think that we have become bullies in a sense. But it's like, I understand why. Yes, the understanding is so deep. Like, <laughs> yes, like you're hurt. I've, we all have been touched by racism. It doesn't matter like what, what, uh, what, class you come from um, that doesn't protect you it doesn't matter what you do for a living in every space there is going to be somebody that has a microaggression that that you know is ha sees your color first and foremost and uses that against you like that's a real thing so like we get it we get it but what what do we do with that like if we were talking about healing and we're talking about progressing and moving forward and progressing even just as a race in itself how can we us, you know, fighting fire with fire, us bullying the bully never actually ends well. The second person always is the one that gets caught. If you have oh, everything, like the person that retaliates is the one that always gets caught. And if we are trying to create, and so that that's the question, it's like, what kind of future are we trying to create? Are we trying to create where black people are on top and white people are not on top anymore? Or are we trying to create a future where we could all coexist? That's yeah. the future that, that I want to see is that we all coexist. But I do mm -hmm. know that as a black person, like when I went through the stage of like waking up, like a lot of the information that you get is from like this concept of like black supremacy is from like you are God and these people are feeble and they still mm -hmm. and it's like your melanin is so like valued and sought after they're putting it in different experiments and stuff like that and like, that's true yeah and I feel like a, a like going through that was beneficial to me because it did give me confidence and I feel like a lot of black people in general that's what we need in general is confidence to feel secure in spaces to to know that you're worthy to know that you're beautiful to know that you're being oppressed in like every way you do have to create this persona in this like false not even false confidence but you have to build up a certain degree of confidence and so i appreciate yeah. it for <laughs> that because i still feel that you know what it I'm makes saying? me wonder though like once you so i definitely agree that it made me feel when i started to like read more about that and like you know how beautiful we are and like how it is we are the we are the way we are the culture like we literally are the vibration of a lot of different things and things then kind of copy and paste uh, after that at the same time, then it's like, it has, has me second guessing, like those spaces where saying like black people are God and things like that. It makes me wonder like, is that not true? Because we still have to entertain that we're not the only people that live on this earth. But we yeah. just should probably do away with the concept is that we're the only, and we should in general, 
do away with concepts that we are the first to do anything. We are the only to do anything because life has been infinite. It's showing you like, just because we can put a mark with the information that we have on when life began, that doesn't mean that that's when life began. Mm -hmm. So I am a person that believes in many gods, Okay, you know, so just like I am God, mm -hmm. there's a God that looks like the white Jesus. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's a deep conversation there. You know, I wanna, yeah, we have to get into that. <laughs> for real though, just because the story of Jesus and that Jesus consciousness and that Jesus energy has been said in so many different cultures, I, it's I also very real and and you can pray to it and it will have effects. It's yeah. real. I yeah. believe there are many guys and they yeah. all probably there's a representation for everyone. I feel like mm -hmm. in some sort of way within that, mm -hmm. you know. So we should just do and like even if you know black people are the first people and in you know all these cultures like got that from us and were inspired by us. We don't have to. We don't have to be angle about it you know what i'm saying like okay yeah we created it it's humble it's flattery humble just, yourself yeah just consider it flattery you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and then just continue to thrive and level up like with it exactly you know? if oh. you're the originator right? and yeah it shouldn't be you shouldn't be pressed and it shouldn't be something that you have to keep speaking on all the time you should your works should show for it and quite honestly i feel like we're so caught up in trying to one up white supremacy and one up the next white person and shut them down and step and so we can elevate that we are forgetting that how powerful we are and that's the whole purpose of even addressing like the black community because this might not be the last conversation that we have about stuff like this because it's like black people like at least for me and i know you feel the same way like we love black people so much and it's like we can do so much and we do do so much we are the we are very resilient uh race and but we get so bogged down about like our past and like what has happened to us and we don't move forward we don't right. progress we use that as a crutch and we blame and, right. and i'm like in any other individual person's life like think of your your family member that just does not want to do better with their life what is their what is the main attributes they're probably having a lot of regret a lot of anger a lot of past issues that they can't move past a lot of people that they don't want to forgive a lot of people they don't want to move past from and so they're not progressing and that's exactly what's happened on a large scale and it's frustrating because we are so powerful people emulate us people love us right and we don't even love ourselves enough to let shit go and look towards the future and see when we say that I still speak and I have to speak from a place of empathy because I understand at the same time, you know, we're still understanding of why there's like this sense of like anger almost like when someone like, so say just a, a, an example, we call, I'm gonna call her 4PF Brooke. Okay. 4PF Brooke, like the white girl that just went viral. Um, she was a bridesmaid. And at the reception, she was rapping Lil Baby and King Von. White, this white woman rapped Lil Baby and King Von and sent the internet in a frenzy. I'm talking about Lil Baby reposted her, quality control music reposted her, all the blogs reposted her. And it's like, Black people rap Lil Baby and King Von every Saturday night. We're all the time. I probably know lyrics and, and the movements you and know, everything together. But when this white person do it, it's like, oh, like it's, it's on this. revolutionary. It's a big deal. And yeah. it's like these, it's so many black guys in her comment, like, you're wifey material. So 
she's wifey material because she knows little baby lyrics and she's white. Yeah. I tweeted that and like somebody was like, the bar is in hell. <laughs> like literally. <laughs> like Yeah. Okay, so that makes them wifey. So what makes a black woman wifey material for you then? Yeah, because knowing lyrics like that is not it's not qualification for anything. We gotta be like your mama. But, yeah, it, yeah. Well, that's a whole this is a whole nother concept, but this is the things we gotta crack open into. But I'm just saying, but you know, but that's wild. why you're angry because mm -hmm. it's like this white girl just show up and do some shit the I've been media. doing forever. Yeah. And, they, and she gets blown up and oh my God. That's just like with a ch Charlie something off of TikTok that was doing all the TikTok dances and oh, that was yeah. from black creators. It's a, yeah, it's like, you know, you can... And that is frustrating. That's yeah, very, it's frustrating. very frustrating. Like to not get credit like yeah. for the work that you're doing or for being you. You know what I'm saying? Like the Kardashians wear braids and they call them a new name and now it's uh elegant hairstyle, but cornrows are not even acceptable in some certain yeah. professional spaces on black people. Yeah. And that's the issue. It's the it's the issue is the double standard, which still relates back to white supremacy. Yeah. And the narrative and the way that that the media portrays us and so many other, you know, and just the whole, how ever, the world sees us, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it just relates back to all of that, for real. I feel like we just need to, because yes, like all, that is very frustrating, like in any space and in any individual, if they don't get credit for the things that they create and they see somebody else banking off of their creation, it is, it is disheartening, it's, it makes you angry. It makes me, but then it's like, I wanna know what do we do with that? We can't just stay there. So this is happening, this is real. Like people steal black folks culture. I saw one girl doing the baby hairs and she said, I'm gonna call this sticky bangs. It was a white girl. Mm. She calling the baby hairs sticky bangs. So it, <laughs> Bro, I was like, what the wow. But so this is happening. So what do we do with this information? Like, okay, yes, we know that this is, and this is gonna keep happening. So how do we, with this understanding that people are culture vultures and they want to steal and they don't want to create their own, and knowing that we are the originators, we created this. What can we use that pride and that that um, pat on the back of like we created this at the end of the day? Like nobody can take that away from us. And how do we use that? and maybe not the monetization of it, how can we use that to elevate ourselves? And is there a way to do that? Is there a way to monetize it outside of white spaces? Maybe that's creating our own apps or creating, and that's welcoming to everybody because money is green, but like where we are in the forefront, where we're telling our stories, where it's not being told for us through uh, uh, you know, a Chinese app's eyes, you know? I feel like, like that's that. what it is. Like, it's legitimizing things. Like, okay, like, you can patent dance moves. You can mm. trademark phrases. And, you know, like, oh, it's just girl. protecting mm. yourself. And I feel like Black people in general, we're creators, you know? So we're oftentimes creating things, but we're not oftentimes doing what we need to do on the business end to protect those things that we create because we just mm -hmm. want to create, create, create. We're this you know, natural coming out it's of this us. feminine energy, you know, Ooh, like that. Let's like, bring into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really what it is. So mm -hmm. it's, it's really just about, I think, just being more together as far as like the business side of it and and taking ourselves more seriously, even when it's something as simple as a dance, you know, like Soulja Boy, crank that is. 
Yes, that was Soldier Boy. Know what he's doing? The international. Yes, Soldier Boy. Know what he doing? Because he he patented. That's his dance. Yes. you can't run off with the sauce because he patented. That's cool. So okay, maybe it's a call to action for anybody that understands your know, patent patenting process, trademarking process. Is there a way that? it can be streamlined like y'all the creators out there that likes to create businesses can there be a streamline of like okay as somebody is creating a dance before they post it on tiktok is there a protocol that they can do to at least protect that before it's uploaded to the internet and at least you know you put it on reserve until the whole process is done but that way you have the first divs on this dance on this phrase on this whatever and it's now documented that this is yours so then if it does blow up it's now documented this was yours first and anybody else that's making money off it has to go through you first. Like, can there be something that is like, we have all these apps to create all these reels and videos and we have to put all this stuff together just to upload it to one platform. That should be also part of the workflow. Yeah, I think you, you just, know. we might not even need to air this because we need to just pass this on <laughs> to like people that can create it out. But no, yeah. I think um, like, no, but I feel like we should definitely create an app that is we will really need to speak with, I feel like black lawyers are not doing enough when it comes to like community work and educating the, the community Get on back. things that, you know, like where are the black entertainment lawyers mm -hmm. with all of these rap artists that are in these messed up deals? Like where are the black entertainment lawyers or black lawyers, black business lawyers that know these things? Where, why, why aren't they helping? Why aren't they going viral by passing along yeah, pass this along information this or creating this app that you speak of that mm -hmm. is a streamlined place where a creator can go to this app first before they release it on other apps to copyright this work and at least get in motion. I feel mm -hmm. like there should be a place because there's a place like if I want to copyright my music, there's a general hub that helps um, with getting that information there. Um, so okay. because, you know, like, honestly, the government systems aren't the greatest. Like they're slow. It's, it's not easy. Exactly. Yeah. Interface. And it's it can be frustrating easy. trying to really trademark or copyright mm -hmm. information. So I understand how it can get discouraging if you're trying to do it on your own and you just don't get it. But there are companies that you, you're going to have to pay extra for them, but they will do it for you. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So, yeah, I think that that's a great idea. We should come up with an app. Yeah. That oh, I can this. we can we can piece this out together and, and pitch this who yeah. who needs to hear this that's an amazing because idea yeah. that's something because i feel like one you know just to bring it full circle once we figure out how to um take control of our own story it wouldn't even matter what other people are doing we wouldn't have to feel like we have to step on people and like bully them and like shut them out of conversations because right. it's like we are here we are we we are us and you can't you, stop you can't stop us you can't stop it like, it's meant to be you can't you can't stop god's anointing you know what i'm saying so it's like regardless if we focus on ourselves and Oftentimes we don't. We're either focused on what other people are doing to us or we focus on each other. Mm -hmm. But if we focus on ourselves within yes. doing the inner work, doing the shadow work, then we'd all be better people to each other exactly. and then we could probably make these things happen. Exactly. It wouldn't even be a question about what's happened in the past, what's going on with this next person. It would be just natural. It would come out of us and it would be like, and we're well, uh, ready and willing to help each other. It wouldn't even be a resistance to that. Because exactly. your success is not going to dim my success because we all here. Exactly. It's enough for all of us. It is enough for so all of us. So it's, it's definitely something to, to think about, to consider. 
Um, there's so much more into this type of conversation about like just black folks in general and what what we're doing, but we I really wanted to highlight what what we're where we're going wrong with this and what kind of world are we trying to create and what kind of world are we creating by the actions that we're doing right now? Because right now to me it's looking like we're creating more and more hate for ourselves. It just depends like, on where you're looking really, because at the same time I do see this energy um, within mainstream. African-Americanism, I don't know the word for that. <laughs> but with a lot of alternative scenes, I am seeing um, Black people really elevating and evolving and being who we're set out to be and being free yes. and breaking these norms and, I'm loving it. I'm loving you know, it. <laughs> just diversifying their, their inner circles and stuff like that. And I feel like that's you super to. important mm -hmm. too, because you have to be realistic, like, realistically we are not the smartest people right now as far as like we're not the most educated people mm -hmm. we, we we aren't the most cultured people because we have been limited that's not to know to any fault of our own it's just the, it it's just, just is what it is as, just as a result of uh, white supremacy and slavery right. and all the things that have happened in the past it is a direct inevitability right so if we know this and this is mm -hmm. a fact we can't solely rely on ourselves for education, for mm. diversification. We have to seek out, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, I just, I hope that's received, but No, yeah. to me, it's like, it's just how any other culture goes into a different culture. They get what they need to learn and they take it back home. It's the same thing. It's like learn from all these other different cultures, learn from each other, learn from your white friends, learn from your Indian friends, learn from your Asian friends, and then come back and educate them because I guarantee you they're teaching their families how to run businesses, how to uh, invest in the stock market, how to uh, how to just generally invest your money in things and assets and not things that are gonna depreciate. So they have this knowledge. And when you start to befriend all these different cultures, learn something and then teach your family, teach your friends, teach your black friends, and take that knowledge and Spread it around, don't just keep it for yourself so that you're elevated. Because again, that's a individualistic mindset. That's a mindset that's only gonna benefit you and nobody else around you. And the top is lonely, yo. And the top is temporary. So you might wanna get, raise everybody up so that nobody can fall through the cracks. So it's just like, you know, the, we gotta we gotta have uh, diversify our friends. We gotta, and the races are great. Like, bruh, get you some right. white friends, they gonna open up your minds. Right. You know what I'm saying? Get you some Asian friends, they are fun as hell. Like, it's all, like, your experiences, <laughs> open it up, <laughs> open it up. Um, and yeah, like just be mindful of your actions and be mindful of the world that we're creating because we don't want to, you know, set up a, I was talking about the pendulum swing and it's equal equal and opposite uh, opposite forces, right? So if we have white supremacy, slavery and all those negative things that happen to us and it, you drop that pendulum or you drop that ball, it's going to create the opposite reaction with the same amount of force. So we need to temper that. We need to not come back as hard as as they have come at us. We have to temper that. We have to be the bigger person. We have to change the narrative. Because if we don't, if we don't, and that sucks, right? To be the bigger person, that's hard. And that sucks when you're dealing with some, maybe a, a type of person that doesn't want to change. But we got to, because that's how we change the loop. That's how we change these things, right. you know? So 
that's the topic for today, y'all. Like, anything else you want to add before we close this out? No, I think that's a very positive way to end it. Um, and something to, to stand on. Diversify <laughs> your circle. Diversify your circle. <laughs> we love y'all. We love y'all black souls. This is all out of love. And if you're not black and you're watching this, just... We, we, we're trying to figure out a way that we can all coexist here. And we welcome everybody. Yeah, we welcome your opinions. We welcome everybody's opinions. What y'all think about this? Um, where can they find you on social media? Uh, it's Cassie Chantel across all social media platforms. You can also check out my music. There's a good yes, plug on that. Yes, yes. Spell, spell it out for them just in case. Uh, C-A-S-S-I-E-C-H-A-N-T-E-L. Cassie Chantel. Cool. And you can find me anywhere at Mawaya Tribe, M-Y-W-Y-A Tribe, on most social media platforms. A tribe, yes. That's why we came together. <laughs> um, and this is Soul Chat Saturdays, and I will speak to y'all next week. Happy journeying.